Hey guys, sorry for the delay on this one. I've been swamped, so editing has been really tough. Also, sorry for the audio problem uh, that's been going on with Josh. We got it fixed halfway through the first part, um, but I don't really have the time to edit it out, and I am sorry for that. Anyways, thank you for listening. If you do, if you want to skip this one, that's completely fine. Mark! All right. Hey everybody. How's it going? Close hey, enough. Everybody, what's up? Uh, welcome to episode nine of the Cohort Podcast, where I just want to make this note because I found it hilarious. I realized it. What was it? Sometime last week on the last episode, it was the first time we didn't talk about VR. In the <laughs> oh entire my episode. god! I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't oh, realize I that. Didn't even notice. I was Speak. having brunch with my dad, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm talking to him about the podcast. When I realized, oh shit. We didn't say anything about VR. We, You know how in a workplace wow. they have like, oh, n- number of days since last workplace accident? We finally have a number of a number of podcasts okay. without workplace so, VR discussion. Except you just one. ruined it by in- discussing VR discussion. Okay. <laughs> no, meta, meta discussions don't count, Leland. Okay, well, introductions. Wh- while we're on I'm the topic Aaron, of VR. Designer. <laughs> Woo! Armand, shut up. This is Armand. Armand, say hi. Hi. Hello. That's that, it? That's I don't know. You just, just said hi. to say hi, so I said hi. Just do an introduction. Hi, my name is Armand. I'm a human being that sometimes plays video games and is maybe going to be a game designer, but is trying to do that, so probably will be. Um, hello again. Hi. I'm done. And I'm, and I'm Leland. Hey. I'm a bagged major. Bagged. Bagged. And I'm Josh. Y'all know me already. Let's get this podcast underway. Well, I mean, I, I think we should start introducing ourselves on every podcast just in case someone new starts. Fine. Make me do more work. Yeah. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm going to go into computer <laughs> science and game design. Down. And it's goddamn swell. <laughs> anyway. Woo-hoo. Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know... We have a very, very large problem of talking over each other on this podcast. <laughs> I so haven't. I made a quick Unity game where we all sit around a table and raise our hands. So if you hear us reference that, we're sitting in a dimly lit room that doesn't actually have a light bulb because I was too lazy to put one in, uh, and a table that doesn't have legs because you can't see them. Uh, and we we can raise our hands, and we have really thick necks. And then yes, Eric. Eric did his that department. Aaron did his best job with Unity. Primitives, because Aaron may be a game designer, but he is sure as hell an artist. Armand, put your hand down. <laughs> I, wa- I want to talk. You have something to say? No, I don't. Okay, the talk. I just wanted to say I'm raising okay, my hand fine. and nobody's calling on me. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I think let's just get this out of the way because I know Aaron's probably like just frothing at the mouth about this. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna have to. Dark Souls Three. I said it, I said it. Dark Souls 3! Armand, high five. In the game. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Me and Armand are the ones that have played Dark Souls 3. And it's friggin' Now, I'm going to preface this. I actually... I'm I'm gonna preface this. Raise your hand. Raise your hand, okay? I'm not done yet. It's friggin' good. I only got to talk about it for like 10 minutes in the last podcast, so I'm going crazy in this episode. Yes, John? I'm gonna preface this saying... For fuck's sake, don't make the entire podcast about Dark Souls 3. I'm not going to make the whole thing, just like half of it. Anyways, yes, Armand? 
I love Dark Souls 3. I have 42 hours played somehow. Some of that is from leaving it on. A lot of it isn't. Real life responsibilities have sort of declined. I don't know. How, where do we even start? Oh, it's so good. It's really pretty. The game looks good. I think, like, visual fidelity-wise, it might not be as good as Bloodborne. But, it, oh god, the art is so good. And when you have, like, when you go here and you have, like, this ember thing on you, and it looks dope. And everything looks really dope. Like, the game is just cool. Like, a really cool. But, oh god, it's good. Yes. Okay, so... I think now is a great time to say this. We are changing the name of the cohort podcast to Dark Souls to a Dark Souls Players Anonymous. Uh, we're gonna be a self-help group for all the Dark Souls players <laughs> at Digipen <laughs> to uh to to get them what, off what this path of violent gaming. Uh, yes, yes, Okay, so okay. the thing I want to say is just we let's set up a way to tell who raised their hand first because I have no idea half the time. Yep. Already? Well, uh, I'm gonna make a pointer. I'm just gonna, my character's gonna have a stick. And I'm just gonna point at, like, whoever, uh, whoever, like, gets to talk next. And that way, like, yeah. Yeah, the You should also have the numbers, though. Future, future editions. What? You should also just have numbers for whoever's next. Just the numbers like, are for me. That. I guess that works. Okay, uh, Amon, what has your experience in Dark Souls been like so far? Freaking awful. God, it's so bad and good, and it makes me so angry, but it's so fun, and I can't stop playing it. It's like heroin. Oh. <laughs> it's so accurate. Like, the game is so hard, but it's so good. They made this game really hard. How hard are we talking about? Oh, lord. Okay, so the first, Leland right now is going to have some stuff to pitch in because he's currently starting a Dark Souls 1 run. Dark Souls 1 starts off kind of kind of difficult, um, but like Dark Souls 3 starts off like kind of easy, uh, and then you breeze your way past like the first couple bosses, uh, and then it gets really freaking hard. Like... I, I don't know if this was Armand's experience, but for me it was like, oh yeah, yeah, dude in armor, okay, dude in armor that pretends he's a dog, I don't know, okay. Oh, this guy's got ice, that's cool, and then, oh crap, what the hell happened? And then I just died, and I died, and it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. So my experience is kind of the exact opposite of that, this is my first Dark Souls game, so... I spent almost six hours stuck on the first bonfire trying to figure out how to play. I was a sorcerer and all I had was a dagger and a staff and I didn't know that I could wield the dagger and the staff at the same time. So, and I was also using keyboard and mouse. So I didn't know how to switch weapons outside of the menu. So, oh, worst part about Dark Souls 3, and this really, really bothers me, there's no way to set the tutorial messages and the little button diagrams to tell you what the buttons are on the keyboard. So I'm the keyboard controls are garbage. So I'm going through the game, 
and it says, press A to do this. So I sit there for like five minutes, pressing every button on my keyboard, trying to figure out what A is, trying to figure out what R is. Right trigger, right left trigger, god. Oh. Okay, I just had to... That's something that was really frustrating me, so I just had to say it. They made PC controls better than they were in 1. You're, 1 had like garbage PC control. Absolutely. PC master Shift was blocked. Shift was blocked. Oh god, it was horrible. Yeah, your 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 weapon switch is on alt. Uh, no, your two-handed weapon switch is on alt. Yeah, two-handing a weapon is on alt. Like, oh there's God. all kinds of garbage, garbage things. Even even though even though even with better PC controls, I think I would rather use a controller for Dark Souls, just because of the way a lot of the combat and stuff works. Yeah, arm on. Oh, do I have my hand up? Oops. Yep. I just yep. kind of yep. left it there. Uh, Sorry. Well, basically, part reason people, anyone here that wants to play Dark Souls, play it with a controller. Not just because the controls are actually made for and good for uh, PC, but the whole game is designed around, uh, like, a controller. Like, the only reason there's a lock-on mechanic is because, like, it's Z-targeting from Ocarina of Time, but good. Right, like it's, it it is, it is mitigating the fact that you have a a controller, and you're trying to navigate three dimensional space, and the whole reason, like, there's a lot of control things that they do, specifically with controller. Like, take Bloodborne for instance. He he changed the the heal button from uh, being an item to being a dedicated button on triangle. Rip Armand just disconnected. Yep. Uh, um, Coming back. They changed it to a dedicated button, and then they changed like the weapon transform to uh, L1. And it's like it's a really weird change if you played Dark Souls before, but like it was very specifically done because like he's very specific about his controls. Uh, Miyazaki is, but yeah. Dark Souls 3 is really freaking good. I wish I could talk more about it, but it's kind of, uh, it's kind of spoilery to talk about some things. Um, but... Okay, I then know, I... How do, how do we talk about it without spoiling things? We can uh, just talk Josh about how angry it makes us. You, you can let Josh talk, he has his hand up. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Not like, because, I I haven't, I've played no Dark Souls. Like, I have just not played any Dark Souls because I don't have the game, so I'm kind of a, I guess, a loose end in this argument or even discussion. But actually, here's a valid question: Is would you say Dark Souls Three is the rough, is the most refined Dark Souls thus far? If they are going to make a Dark Souls Four or a Dark Souls Five, don't know what they would call it if they are just going to keep the numbering system. But nonetheless, would it has Dark Souls Three so far been the most refined out of all the Souls games? And if so, what makes it so refined? Okay, okay, before I answer that, yes. uh, they're not going to make a Dark Souls 4 or 5. They just, they're done with Dark Souls. Okay. This was the last Dark Souls uh, How does game. that feel? It's not the last Souls quotation mark game, but it's the last Dark Souls game. How does that make uh, you feel? We probably won't be making another Demon Souls because Sony has it. But, um, talking about most refined, ten, it's a tentative yes. Like, it's really good. There's some things, not so much. Overall, I would say yes. Yes, it is. There's some design decisions that are like, maybe I liked the design decision better in another game. Um, it, it's kind of tied with Bloodborne. 
uh, but it's just a bit better than Bloodborne. It's good. It's really good. If you liked any Souls game, Dark Souls 3 is really good. Especially if you like Demon Souls, because the game is basically Demon Souls. Yes, Armand? Of all the Dark Souls games I've played, I would say it's the best. You've only played Dark Souls 3, haven't yes. you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the default. The best The best way to say something's the best. It's the only thing I've ever played, so it has to be the best. Oh my god, but like the, like the weapon skill are really cool. Like, this is probably the, the game where I was most excited to get new weapons. Like, I'm always really hyped to get new weapons. Even if it's one I can't wield, or like, is complete garbage. I really love the weapons, and it's the first game where I genuinely want to make, like, nine different builds already. Like, I just want to make a, I want to make a bow build, I want to make a build where I just wield the biggest thing I can find, I want to make a build where I just punch people, because that's a thing you can do. Oh, God, I want to do it so bad. Anyways, I, you know, I, I want to rant about Dark Souls, but I also don't want to spoil anything, so maybe anyone else got any other topics before I go crazy? Yes, I have to- oh, well, Armin has his hand up, but I have topics. Did you want to yes, say yes, I did. So, on the topic of weapons, before we move on, I've been playing as a sorcerer, so I don't, didn't really get to experience too many weapons. I've just been using my staff and scimitar, because it makes me feel like a badass, but uh, <laughs> I have to say the magic system is very underwhelming, and I'm fairly disappointed by it. But in the same vein, I don't think I've ever been actually impressed by a magic system in any sort of swords and sorcery type game. You know, uh... Armand has a very good point, but also if you've played any previous Souls game, it's way better. Like it's not, it's not the I can use only magic and beat the whole game and be a badass that you wish it was, but it's better than like Dark Souls One, where it kind of felt like really wimpy and you had to just stand still for everything, and like all the spells like had the same casting animation, and it was kind of garbage. Now there's a lot more spells, but it sadly is not. You cannot, uh, like, combat wizard yet. Mm. Anyways, Josh, you had topics. Yes, I did. Uh, Pokemon games, and specifically, Pokémon Tournament. Oh, so good. So good. Okay, here's, here's, this is kind of a first impression, because li just literally today I went to a friend's house and played it for the first time. Uh, I was using the Pro Controller for Wii U, so it's not like the giant-ass gamepad. It's, you know, the the Xbox Wii U controller. Let's just say that. Whoa. All right. I I cannot say how much better the game probably would have been if you just used a normal fight stick controller. Because, oh my... Coming from Smash Bros, where it's just, okay, just the one button, all that stuff. My hand feels really contorted, and I feel they were trying really, really hard to not make it, like... I think they have, like, a, its own controller for the for Pokémon Tournament already, but I just feel it was really cluttered. Like, okay, you can still do all your attacks with your basic buttons, but if you want to grab someone and do grab attacks, you have to, like, reach your thumb over and hit diagonally from, like, A to B... And then if you want to do a cap, no, it's like A to X for a counterattack. Then if you want to grab, it's from like A to B, and it's just really confusing why it's like, oh, couldn't you have just you know maybe done better control scheme or hell, just use Smash Bros. controls because that actually fucking works. Yes, Leland. So here's my here's question. My <clears throat> yes. Have you played any more complicated fighting games? Like yes, well, I have. I have played Street Fighter. I okay. Have played Street Fighter. So here's here's the question. 
Would you rather have quarter circle button inputs for specials and stuff like that? Or would you have to hit uh, two buttons for one specific thing? Because that's here's what they were doing. Problem, that's was, what they were... Okay, sorry. can I finish what I was saying? Sorry, so what yeah, they're doing with the controls Raise your hand, is... Um, what they were doing with the controls there, at least what I think, is that they were trying to set up a control scheme that someone who has not played a fighting game before could pick up rather easily because there is no multi-button input that's a sequence. The only multi-button yeah. input I know of is the grab. I don't know of any other multi-button input. All the other ones are just simple single-button inputs that you can do without having to learn a complicated key command. Meaning that the skill, the the the, the, um, the barrier to entry is just learning the commands and the skill of the game, rather than having to learn the controls themselves, which I yeah, totally. I actually like. Um, yeah, I can agree with you on that. The controllers are are you know like when you first. They're kind of—I'd almost say—they're almost like Smash Bros. controls in the sense where you can just kind of like mash the mash the controller and you can still win with it. Like you don't necessarily have to go to that higher level of play, but also, uh, well, there are the two things. There's the grab attacks and there's the counter attacks. Counters are I think A and X. Grabs are A and B. And I just feel might have just been better with just Smash Bros. controls because I feel that they end up cluttering. Smash Bros. controls would have never worked. There's too many commands. But we well, yeah, because all the because all the phase shifts and all the. So Sorry, I've, I've played Pokken Tournament for a long, long time now. Lots of hours I've put into it. And, oh god, now I forgot, I've been ra uh, what did I want to say? Uh, so, the the grab and the counter-attack, you say that you have to reach your thumb all the way around and it's super complicated, it's really just putting your thumb flat across. It's like yeah, pressing... Yeah, I, um, I don't have a problem yeah, no. with it. I don't have the same problem. Yeah, it, it seems very easy to it's, press them. For me, and it's less about it's it. Like it's for me on. personally, it's like less about it being like, oh, it's not. I know it's not complicated, obviously. It's more the case of it just feels really different to fight. I know you can say like, oh, you know, once you play it a lot of times, you get used to it. And again, like I said, this is more of a first impressions rather than like, oh, I've been playing this for like 42 hours, like with Dark Souls 3. But I just feel that. I don't know what they could have done. I, I don't have an idea of what they could have done better with the controls. But just, I, I feel something could have been done better, at least with the controls scheme, just to, I don't know. I, I just I just don't like the way you have to do that. Aaron, yes, you have hand up. Okay, so Josh, you were talking about the, the pushing both buttons for grab. You never played a, you never played a racing game as a kid, did you? Um, I don't know Mario Kart, but racing games. do you mean like a real <laughs> racing game? <laughs> no, I'm talking about kart racing games. Because if okay. anyone remembers, go like gas was on X and drift was on square, and everyone got really good at pushing X and square at the same time. Okay, that's all you ever did. Like so, Mario Kart made that easier because they had guess, drift on shoulder button to make it at least like more I guess comfortable. A and X. Uh, because of Xbox people, yeah. but like for me, Crash, Crash, uh, Crash, Crash racing? racing, yeah, CTR, um, I X and square, and that's how you win the game. <laughs> that's how you won the whole game, and then circle, then you rolled your thumb up for uh, boost because boost was on circle. Jesus, it was, I got really good at that. Um, but like, as far as controls go. I'm not sure if I agree that putting all of the, like putting the moves on uh, like 
roll commands is better than uh, than multiple buttons. Yeah. Because um, it's just two different inputs. Because like I I didn't like multiple button commands, right? Like like for uh, Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, that's like it's a pain in the ass. Like there's a move that's like X X square triangle, right? Yeah. Um, but. That's, that's the only reason, reason I didn't like it was because I'd already like gotten pretty good at Street Fighter, so I was used to rolling, right? right. And yeah, rolling the stick, and I was used to. Um, Doesn't the Mortal Kombat do that sort of stuff like that? The multiple buttons. They do have some rolls, but not a lot. Yeah, right? as like far it's, it's as more I remember, like, in, like directional input. As far as I remember, the the button combos, the ones that you're talking about, that are like four buttons in a row. Those are all combos, not specials. Which no, they, no, they, they, they are specials. Some moves. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of moves that are like three, four, something. Like uh, Raiden's teleport, I think, is down X X Y or something. Down, no, down strong yeah. attack. Weak attack, strong attack, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um, Armon, but what are you... the, the cool thing is, once you get used to a character, it actually makes a lot of sense. Because if you press... Because I, I, if I remember correctly, the two lower buttons are both kick buttons, and the two upper buttons are both punch buttons. And then, like, if you're doing, like, a, an attack where you jump, it's usually, like, a low button and two high buttons, or, you know, like, two right. low buttons and a high button. And so, like, there's actually a method to the madness, um, but I don't think there's actually a... Uh, like, there's really that big of a difference. It's more about, like, how many moves there are and how they're implemented. Because I, I found them both to be pretty opaque. Like, it, it, it's hard to get into both. Right. Yeah, Josh? Yeah, like, um, kind of... Kind of like a. Uh, yeah, uh, Armand's had his hand up for quite a long time. Uh, yeah, go. Yeah, go with uh, first. I'll so get my idea about. Going, going way back to when we were talking about button rolls and stuff. Um, that would not have worked at all for Pokémon Tournament, at least for the field mode, because it switches between a 3D mode and a 2D mode. And in the 3D mode, it would be really odd to do button rolls, because there's no forward or backward that you can actually roll to, unless you do back, left, forward, instead of... It just it wouldn't work out that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, and it kind of does limit the amount of moves they have, but the switching between the field mode and the normal Street Fighter mode does give them a little bit more freedom. I did find that I was wanting some more moves. It felt like I was sort of trapped into using these three or four moves that were really, really good, and yeah. the rest of them just got ignored. Yeah, like, I, I can definitely agree with that uh, from what I was playing. I just kind of kept relying on two moves, on, like, some moves. I'd try to get my burst gauge up, I'd hit the burst, I'd get superpower, and then just get the burst attack, hope they die, and if they don't, I just kind of keep going at them. Mm-hmm. Maybe my experience was different because I didn't take, like, the basic all-around character. Um, as a Pokemon fan, I love Sceptile. Sceptile happened to be in this game, so I was like, shit, I'm gonna try him out. Because Dude, he I played Sceptile, too. Because he seems oh, pretty cool. Yeah. But uh-huh. I don't, maybe it was because he was more tech. Maybe I was playing the character wrong because, like, I don't know. Apparently, he's more trap based, where he has like uh, puts down like seeds. They sap opponent's health. You want to keep yep. your distance, but you want to be able to go in and strike like a ninja. I guess that kind of idea. Maybe it was because I wasn't playing the all around basic Mario type character. But again, that was kind of my experience out of Pokemon tournament. Yes, Leland, you have your hand up. 
Um, oh, crap, now I'm forgetting what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I, I find Pokemon's 3D mode really interesting because it's the only theoretically, theoretically competitive fighting game I know of that has a 3D mode that's more of a brawler than pseudo 3D. Because, like, yeah, I like it. It's, um, but the only other 3D fighters I know of, both anime games, um, there's the Naruto fighting game and the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game. Both have pseudo 3D, but they, well, actually no, the Naruto one has more true 3D. But basically, the the way the JoJo one works is you are in a 3D environment, but all of your commands are treated as if they're 2D. But you have moves and dodges that move you sideways, like Tekken, um, then, I guess. Sort of, yeah. And I just find it interesting that. Pokken has a more true 3D approach. Um, yeah, I quite enjoy it. I, I like both modes, and I especially like the fact that they've built characters that are good in better in one mode than the other. If that makes any sense, because like I was I was playing um, the Luchador Pikachu, right? And he was kind of he was kind of pretty good in both. Uh, but then there's also Blaziken, who kicked ass in 2D, but was mediocre in 3D. You know, there was there was a nice balance there. Uh, Aaron. Pikachu Libra is so up? OP. God. I have always had this awesome idea, and, and I saw Pokken, and it just made me want to do it even more. But I have, like... This is a dope idea, and it, like I've got the mechanics laid out, and I've made quite a few prototypes, and they all worked to some degree. Uh, I want to make a fighting yeah. game MMO. I want to do it. That and it, sounds genius. It worked. No, no, it, it'll work. I I could talk about it more. I don't know if I should. Um, I mean, like, we'll I finish the discussion on both, and then we'll go back Actually, to you. It'd be good if someone stole the idea, because then they'd actually be able to make it, unlike me, and then, like, you know. Mm. But, anyways, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later. So, I, I guess with my experience with Pokémon, just kind of like I said, I really liked the 3D mode. That definitely added a completely different element to the fighting game, uh, especially with a thing like Sceptile, because he can, you can jump and then kind of hang in the midair and then, like, kind of do ranged attacks from midair. Which adds a completely different playstyle to normal fighting games. It's like, holy shit, I, there's more than one dimension. I can move up, down, and across and everywhere. Just adds every And then it's really interesting that once you do certain combos or a certain attack, it leads into the phase shift, so you can actually trigger it yourself. It's not necessarily something that the game does over time. It's something that you as the player have actual control over, which I thought was really cool. Armin, you had your hand up. I was just going to comment more on Sceptile's moves because we both have the experience of playing him. He has well, you the have, ability... You have more experience than I do, so you're probably more well-versed. Well, while, while we're talking about the aerial moves, he has the ability to move in any direction during his aerial moves. So he can jump straight up and then he can move in any direction while doing his attacks from the air as a double jump. Which I don't think any other character is able to do. At least not to the extent that he can. That was That's really cool, actually. I don't even think characters in Smash have that kind of idea. Although it's still a lot different because Smash is more 2D than a 3D game it, like it, it, it's, it's like, it's um, like um, the, the using your using double, your double jump, jump in Smash and holding the button, button while you do an A, a attack. attack. 
so that you so keep, that you keep jumping, jumping and keeping your keeping momentum, momentum forward, forward. Yeah. instead of just doing your attack and canceling your jump momentum. That sounds dope. That does. Reason why Septile is best character in the game. Hey, 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 So, respect the hand. I didn't see that. The reason reason I like the whole idea of a character that's good in a particular fight zone is because you can control which mode of fight you're in. Like, like, yeah. The the idea the, that the you're idea trying, that you're for instance, trying as a Blaziken, right? Blaziken, right? You are better you are into, better at least from at least what from my short playing short and, and what my friends were saying when we were trying it out. Um, we we ended up deciding that Blaziken was, because a lot of his attacks were very narrow scope, they weren't as good in the 3D field, and he ended up getting his ass kicked there. But he would always win the 2D fights. Um, and I like that setup. Because it means because that it people means are that going people to are fight going to, to keep it in the phase they want it in. If that makes any sense. They're going yeah, to try like they're and, going to, there's going to be a play counterplay where you're trying to force it into a specific, a specific field. field. Aaron, what do you want to say? Um, um, I, so here's, so my, here's question. my question. I know, I I know I've heard, I've seen some poking. And I've, I've, uh, not a lot. And I hear you guys talk about 3D and the 2D. How does, How does switching between, between the two, the two work? work? Exactly. Uh, alright, if I can... Well, yeah. I guess I'm going to... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. It's fine, it's fine. Okay, so the way I see it, uh, because I did go through some of the tutorials before I started, like, really playing it, uh, you have certain attacks that your characters can do, like, Sceptile has this, uh, has this ranged, uh, leaf blade thing that he can use that, in the 3D mode, that ends up switching it into the 2D mode, and then you can, after, like, a bunch of combos, or not really a bunch of combos, after you do an extended combo, or just, you know, get your opponent, attack the crap out of them for a while, it then switches back to 3D. So, based it's, on your actions, you can autonomously switch from 3D to 2D. It's certain specials in 2D, or knockdowns, I think. I don't know if it's knockdown in 2D, but it's certainly knockdown in 3D. If you can completely... So there are certain knockdown spells, which I would call a sleep attack, that don't trigger phase shift, but you can combo off of them, and all combo finishers will actually switch between 2D and 3D mode. Um, um, and if, and, if, and your um, um, there's, there's one, one strong, strong attack, attack for each character, each character that, that is just is an just immediate, immediate switch. switch. Uh, uh, so, so it's, it's possible, possible to just, to just do, do all your combos, your combos and keep spamming, spamming your weak your moves, moves over and over and over, and over again, again without, without um, switching the phase. So Septile, for example, you want to keep using his jump forward and then his first two hits on his main combo. So you can just keep going and going and going and holding them in this one spot in the corner. And then right at the end, you use your combo finisher and you do a huge chunk of damage and then switch to 3D mode. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so it's... There's a lot more depth to it, I would say, than some other fighters, because it allows you to... Um, you really have to think about when you want to switch between 2D and 3D mode. That's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Oaken sounds dope. I might get into it. You have a Wii U? It's... 
I'll, I'll have to get I'll have to get Armand. Well, I'll, I'll have I'll mine have at school. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, Aaron. Don't because I'm going to be living with you and I have one. I know, I know, but I want to play Wii U games over the next like four months in the summer. But like, I'll just feel my friends. That's a better option. Okay, how about this? Um, when you guys come to Vegas, hopefully over the summer, we'll have Armand bring his Wii U. And then we'll all play Pokémon. Why, 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 why are we going to Vegas? What's going on? Yeah, nobody had informed me of yeah, this. No, no this one told is not me planned. About this just either. like everything at the Digivent thing wasn't planned. <laughs> oh, that's oh, true. That's true. <laughs> we didn't plan anything. Um, yeah, we were still going to plan that other thing. Anyways, um, did anyone else have something I want to talk about? Oh, actually, I have another thing. So, I don't remember if I talked about it last time. But I'm doing a Pokemon randomizer run. I think I did. I don't remember if I actually did. Talk about I, I think you did. did. Yeah, so now I am actually, like... I have now beaten all the gyms. I just have to beat the rival, hit Victory Road, then beat up the Elite Four of the Champion. And I just kind of want to describe my experiences in a randomizer and how that's, like, so different from normal Pokemon. Because it ends up making you think of things a lot differently in the sense of at least battle. Because, first off, yeah. um, depending on how, to the level, to the extent to which you randomize something, um, you can change types, change movesets, change what things evolve into, all that. So I just left it easy, changed it to types, changed it, changed uh, TMs, HMs, that, that kind of stuff. And you, I'm uh, sorry, Armin, you want to talk? I, I Can you explain, can you explain what, a what a Pokemon randomizer, randomizer is? is? Oh, I yeah, I, I should probably do that, sorry. Um... You take a Pokemon ROM, there are programs out there that let you actually go, not necessarily into it, but you use the program to go into the ROM data and all that, and you can change what Pokemon the trainers use, uh, what Pokemon are, you can start with, the base stats of the Pokemon, not necessarily changing numbers, but it's definitely more of just randomizing everything. So you can change, let's say, uh, for example, you guys know Brock from the Pokemon anime, he's always into rock-type Pokemon, right? Like an idiot, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, in this randomizer, for example, he ended up using a Banette, which is a ghost type, and a Crobat, which is a flying type. Although, which is kind of funny, because oh, yeah, in the anime, the he actually has a Crobat, I but... Why. Sorry, Aaron, you had your hand up. What? Oh, no, that was on accident. I was just saying, I found blood, blood on my thumb, and I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Dark Souls. I... There's, there's blood, blood on my, on my finger. finger. I don't, I don't, I don't remember bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> Where did this come from? Aaron, tell me, do you bleed? Did I even know did this, I even know this earlier? bleed earlier? I, I don't did. think I did. Anyway, so yeah, something kind of funny that happened today, because today I actually ended up being the 8th gym leader, and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not for Pokemon, Fire Red, Leaf Green, Red Blue, the, the, essentially okay, the first generation. Okay, the so games are so old, old, it doesn't, old matter. it doesn't matter. Okay, so effectively, you fight you fight Team Rocket. They're the uh, they are the Pokemon Mafia, and it turns out that their leader Giovanni is the last gym leader you have to face. And normally dun, dun, in the dun. game, yeah, and normally in the actual game, he uses Ground type Pokemon. But in my game, he did not use Ground types. He used uh, completely different types. Um, and one thing that was particularly annoying as all hell, his last Pokemon that he had out against me ended up being a Chansey. Normally it's a normal type, and you can just hit it pretty easily with a fighting type move, and it'll pretty much die in impact. Chansey has piss poor defenses, and, it, and it's really weak to fighting types. 
Problem was in my game, it got randomized to be a ghost type. Well, was it a ghost type? No, it didn't. It got randomized to be some type that I just I couldn't figure out. But the problem was, it put like my entire team to sleep, buffed itself buff defensive wise, and then also proceeded to use a move called minimize. Minimize increases your evasiveness, which means you're you have a higher chance to avoid attacks. I sat there for a good 10 minutes saying, Fuck, hit the fucking Chansey. <laughs> Please. I don't deserve this. And it's really interesting because nor in most cases I could just be like, Oh, I'll throw out a fighting type and just pummel it shit in. But because I don't know the type of this thing, I essentially have to throw attacks at it, which is really hard to do when you can't hit the thing, and just hope that something works. This is Pokemon the roguelike, basically. Yeah, and and what makes my thing differently, um, I don't. There is a fan-made Pokemon mode called a Nuzlocke, where if a Pokemon faints, you know, where it's like, oh, you can't, uh, we're just kind of, you know, you can't use them in that battle anymore. It's dead. Yeah, it's dead. And you can also only cast the first Pokemon in each area. So in my case, and this is another situation that I actually want to bring up because it kind of throws game mechanics on its head entirely, I was training up a new party member because one of my other guys had recently got killed off. And, you know, he's leveling up. I'm having him level up in the higher areas to be like, oh, you can gain experience faster. He happens to be an ice type, and for preface, fighting type moves are super effective on ice types. I throw him out versus a fighting type Pokemon. I'm led to believe, oh, it's just fighting type. I'll just switch out and throw back in, because with Pokemon, you can switch Pokemon out. The Pokemon that was switched out still gains experience. Turns out the opponent had Shadow Tag. Shadow Tag prevents you from switching out. So I effectively had to leave my... Rip. I had to leave my new recruit in to die. <laughs> Is someone <laughs> using speakers? Because, because we're getting, we're getting echo. echo. Yeah, I mean, I to back. One sec. That's probably me. Rip. Well, the only well, person that it's going to be bad is on Josh, Josh of course. Well, to be honest, my audio is always shit, so I don't think it's too much of a problem. Okay, you know <laughs> okay. what, You know Josh? what, Josh? That's not an excuse. It's like, that's... Echo yeah, is that's really like bad. Saying, yeah, I like, gotcha, I gotcha. Of all like the things that could like, happen, that's the worst. Know. Okay. Communist Russia is not is kind of <laughs> bad, but, like, you know, it's always been bad, so it's not that bad. <laughs> like, okay. Dang. So... All right. It's not true. Man, that's a um, anyways, that's the first time getting compared to communist Russia. Any, any, anyone else got any other topics? Ooh. Is there any gaming news? Ha, has happened? anyone oh, been watching? The last it's... Xbox 360 has been made. What? Yep. They stopped production. Really? Yep. Yeah. No more production of 360s. I'm amazed it went on as long as it did, honestly. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't already over. Um... Because, like, those things, I doubt they're making that many new sales. Uh, I don't really know how to feel about that, because, like, let's be honest, what was the likelihood of these new Xboxes red-ringing? 105%. I don't know, like, part of me is sad, but then again, I guess this is the first generation I've ever actually been paying attention to, that I actually, like was aware they stopped making them. Like, I mean, like, I was around when they stopped making PS2s. Uh, but... And I think... Have they stopped making PS3s? I think they have. I would be amazed sure. if they were still making PS3s. 
Yeah, but but like this is the first time I've ever noticed it. And got, like actually had like a little pang where I'm like, oh, rip the 360. I mean, like it's not dead, but well, the red, all the red wings killed the it. Same. It is now in the same league as like the the N64. Like it's now a console that only exists if someone already owns it. You know, I'll be honest. And that's like maybe maybe it's just me being a bit I of a Nintendo know. fanboy over here, but I don't know if you can directly compare the 64 with the 360. Th Why? Because the 360 is way better and has a better lineup of games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> destroyed! I will admit that was. Anyways, by I mean. No one can argue the PS2 is the best console ever made, so... I mean, you're wrong, but we'll just accept it and move on before we get <laughs> into really, a console war. What has a better game lineup of games? It doesn't have to do with what console... Like, I, I'm not a Sony fan... Okay, I'm a bit of a Sony fanboy. Um, but that doesn't have to do with it. The PS3 sucked compared to the 360, but the PS2 is still the best console made to date. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, are we going to leave this discussion to hand with handheld consoles included or just normal um, home consoles? Okay, can you find a handheld console that has a better lineup of Game games than the PS2? The original Game Boy? Game Boy was alright. Bro, it introduced Pokemon. Let, let's be honest. Okay, so the Pokemon games are garbage. <laughs> but even with the Pokemon <laughs> games, like, I don't know. They were, games were okay, but like, oh god, the PS2 just has this huge lineup. Okay, off the top of my head. It was so powerful for its day. Like, compare the PS2 to everything that was out at the time, and it just stomps. I'm sure It had Crash Bandicoot as an opening title. Like, damn. Game Boy had Tetris, dude. Banjo-Kazooie, Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart, Wait. Super Smash Bros. N64, yeah. Okay, uh... All of the Crash Bandicoots, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, uh, Spyro. Okay. All right. All anything with the plate. Oh, oh, we got freaking Shadow of the Colossus. All right. That's a heavy hitter. Um. How many of those series actually are games. still like in production? But I know you could probably say like, oh, you know, you can oversaturate a game, but still. Okay. No. <laughs> so whether a game is still in production is how good the that game was. That's no. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah, I'm looking at that and thinking like that's that shit that does that not work like that. Yeah, I'll admit. I'm 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 going for the low hanging fruit, but. All right, I'm just gonna blow this whole thing out of the water with a single game title, Yoshi's what? Story. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> Get destroyed. There is no game better than Yoshi's Story on any console or computer. Uh, Bad Rats? <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> like, PS2 was just dead. Okami, okay? Yes. PS2 had yes. Okami. So the Wii. Yes. And it was better oh. on the Wii. The Wii part was garbage. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, the Sonic racing games were actually really good. Yeah, the so the newer like the one, one is good the too. The one where they were on like hoverboards, those things were dope. So the Oh my god, we had Battlefront? Okay, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a Star Wars Battlefront. Oh god. So many good games. Was Battlefront PS2 exclusive? No, it was PS2 and PS PC, oh, okay. I believe. I mean, okay, well, did it? What did it open on Game Boy or not Game Boy on uh, GameCube? I 
don't oh, know. Let me check. I think it did okay. actually, because I remember we're playing gonna, it on We're going to check this. Someone talk about other console games at the same time while I Google this. Okay, um, are we still in the conversation so I, of what's the best console? So, I don't know why, I, but yes. yes. I I have a okay of I have time. I have a question yes. that's un that's actually unrelated. Just it made me th I was I yes. thought of it because we were talking about PS games and it's a PS, okay. PS and PC games. Have you guys heard of a game called Croc? Oh yeah, it was a Croc. I've heard of it. So okay, this is a really interesting game to look at. Um, part partially just because I'm super nostalgic for it. I grew up with this game, but partially because. It is a 3D platformer from the PS1 era with tank controls, but I don't dislike the controls. They built the game in such a way that even though the controls wouldn't necessarily work with that kind of game, it the, the game is just built for it, and it works really well. Oh, it's it's I, a great like game, before, but... Yeah. Before Leland finishes, um, uh, Xbox. It also came out on Xbox, uh, but we all know it ran awful on Xbox and ran great on the PS2. So that's Trump? how everything worked. Um, but yeah. Uh, but um, and also, I'd like to correct something I said. I said Crash Bandicoot was an opening title. That was a PS1. Yeah. I was getting my history. Yeah, I was thinking. But it still had all the other Crash games, and those were dope. Are you wait? Right. Did it? Because I could have sworn that like it only had Crash Three. Uh, it had everything after Crash 2. So... Like, all the Crash games. What? Except for, like, maybe one for PS3. So, um... But I, I, I wanted to talk about Croc because... Croc has a lot of traditional third-person platformer setup. A lot of really good level design and stuff like that. And it's just... I, I recommend it as a game to look at. Because it's a game that uses a non-traditional... Well... It uses a control system that at the time when people were still figuring out controls for those games, but it uses a control system that is not traditional in um, in, mo in mo a modern sense, um, and it's a really interesting study case for how level design is affected by controls. Because you can look at the game and you can see that a lot of the level design is built to allow you to take a moment to turn if you need to because you have no strafing <laughs> which is oh, well also... you you don't have fast strafing you do have a sign yeah thing, yeah um normal in terms of modern yeah. controls also wait guys i would like to also just make this little bombshell right here Kingdom Hearts. Actually, are we still on the no, console no. debate. Yeah, a little. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be occasionally dropping. Uh, like I'm just gonna be dropping PS2 exclusives. All right, Super Smash Bros. Really Melee. Out of the water. God of War. Not Bumpsy PS2 exclusive. Not <laughs> exclusive to PS2. What? God of War wasn't exclusive. I could have sworn the first one was. I thought it was. Um. Wasn't it? Yeah. I thought it was on Xbox. God of War. Too. God of War was a PS game, as far as I knew. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it was the first release in North America on March 22nd, 2005 for the PlayStation All right. 3. Also, now, no one knows this. I've played Crash Bandicoot, right, with a TV controller 
for anyone that didn't know, the PS2 had an because it also ran DVDs. Yeah. It had this My DVD controller that you could get. Oh, rip, rip, arm uh, on. I'm back. Um, but it, the PS2 had this controller that was PlayStation. A, it was a DV. Ooh, it was yeah, a DVD was controller that like had the PlayStation buttons on it. And he used it with the. D and it was dope. Did you complete the entire game with that? No, I played like two levels of it, and then I said I'm gonna go back to controller. But yeah, also. Now, this is just a PS1 thing. Um, I don't remember them doing this too much with the PS2. Black discs were dope. Were they black? Like, can we all... Can we just all agree that... Well, yeah, most PS1 games were uh, black discs. And I think they had some PS2 games. But, like, the, rather than being, like, shiny and reflective, they were black, and it was so cool. Oh, that's so edgy. I miss black discs. <laughs> Oh, no. If we're dropping good PlayStation titles, Bubsy 3D? Huh? Huh? Ah. Ah. Why? No, no one? Oh, okay. Why? <laughs> oh, wait. Was this actually exclusive? No. No, no, no. Okay, never mind. Wait, I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think, um... Uh... Oh, the Metal Gear games. Weren't the Metal Gear... Some of the Metal, Metal Gear, Gear is PS? totally PS only. Yeah. No, actually, uh -huh. the original the original Metal Gear started on I think NES or right. Okay, yeah. if we're talking the original okay. Metal okay, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. PS. That game, like PS2, was really good, like really good. Okay, if we're gonna say that PS, like it, I mean, people have their favorites, but like PS2 dropped the most bombshells and sold actually really well. Even though you know the, Wii, what? the Wii is the best selling console. You know what? I actually argue instead of PS2, right. SNES. Would I be wrong in saying that? SNES. Yeah. I mean, wasn't the SNES the the console that killed consoles for a while? No, that I, was that was Atari. What the hell are you talking was about? Was that NES? Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'm I get my uh, history mixed up a bit. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I kind of want to say like, um, excuse me. Any SNES was yeah, like. Don't. No, OP. Also, controllers at the time. What the hell? Yeah, was like, yeah. N sixty four controller was kind of garbage. N sixty four, like what was? Oh, <laughs> thought that was a good idea. Oh, we, so let's add a third handle. Why? What? Cause it, we need to put a stick on it. Why? But we only have two hands. <laughs> Shut up. We only have two hands. How are you going to hold the third one? You'll grow a third one. Use your thumb. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Grip it between your thighs. <laughs> like, what what was your the thighs. N64 controller? All right. If we're still talking about also, old console I believe... games, I got to bring up Melee again. The only game so good that people are still having tournaments about it 15 years later. Smash Summit I'm is sorry, going on oh, right the now. The only game? As far as I know. I'm sorry. There's yeah. other games like that. It's it, the um, hey. people still play Warcraft. Uh, is there a major Warcraft, Warcraft tournament going on right now? Because hey. Hey. that's why I brought hey. it up. Um, there's hey. also um, uh, Age of Empires Two has a lot of guys. Aaron wants to talk. Let him talk. Yep. I guys. Hey guys. I swear to God, if he uh, says another PS2 can game, point out that Smash, Smash, uh, Smash Melee. Mm -hmm 
isn't played because of how good it is, it's played because of the community and the fact that the game is actually kind of garbage. <laughs> Not garbage, it's a good game. It's a good game, but, like, the reason that, uh, like, people still play Smash is the reason people pick up Smash is because other people play Smash. It's the same reason that I code Unity in C-sharp. I actually like JavaScript better, but everyone else codes in C-sharp, so I just started coding in C-sharp. So are you saying the entire reason because that Melee is popular because of peer pressure? <laughs> oh, it's just because, like, everyone played it, and it was kind of easy to get into at one point. There's... And it still had an evolving meta because the game was broke as shit. Yeah, so, a bunch like, of the meta that came out of Melee was completely accidental. Yeah. Yeah, it was bugs. Like, <laughs> like wave dashing. Wave dashing, Let's be wave dashing wasn't a bug. No it one was, intended wave dashing. It, was a, it wasn't a bug. It was just kind of an exploit. It's not a bug. Okay, it's an bug. exploit. That's well, a kind of bug. Exploits are... Well, no. Exploits are bugs. Well, no. A bug is something that is just directly wrong with the game. An exploit is something that the players use using the game's code to... Okay, it... And the there's exploit. multiple kinds of bugs. Okay, so there's, there's a, multiple kinds of bugs, Josh. Yeah, I know. There's there's syntax bug like syntax errors, which are but there's also logical errors, which means that the code works, but it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And wave dashing, it was not it was not meant to do that. Like it, yeah. someone made an error, and, it, and so it's a bug in the code. And okay. to clarify, and there's something wrong with your definition of exploit, too. An exploit okay. is a bug that players are taking advantage of. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> unless it's a system, unless it's something intended yeah. that was then later. Like, like say, that, if you can yeah. sell butter knives to a, like, to a, like, a, 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 a NPC in an MMO right. and you can do a, that a, like for like a, 5 gold and you can farm that. That's not a bug but it's it's it's, it's either a bug or a system that is not working as intended. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. in, the, in this particular case though it is a bug. Wave dashing is a thing that should not be possible at all. Really really big bug. <laughs> but like I don't know. I mean there so, are like, I don't so think Smash Bros was that Peach good. for example doesn't wave dash at all because it's garbage for Peach to wave dash, and she's one of the highest tier characters in the game. So I don't well, think it's that's... fair to just say wave dashing makes the game bad. No, well, no that's not what we're saying. I was using no, I was using wave dashing as an example of the fact that the meta of of, uh, of Smash Bros was kind of constantly evolving for quite a while because of bugs and because of uh, the way metas work. Um, but, like, uh, essentially, like, the reason it stayed alive is because it just had a really good community. And that community also was kind of butthurt every single time people tried to get them to switch. Also, Smash Bros. Brawl kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. Smash Bros. pretty No good. one's saying that. So that's, that's part of the reason they're still playing it. And people now are fighting over why, over getting people to switch to Smash 4 because, like, some people don't like Smash 4. Well, yeah. And so they're, they're being whiny and holding on to, like... Because to Melee, Melee is just objectively better than Smash 4. I'm going to take this digital raised hand and I'm going to slap it. Yeah. Melee's better. Like, There's a lot more depth to it than hand. there is in Smash 4. And that may or may not be because of bugs. 
but there is a lot more that you can do in Melee than you can in Smash 4. Yeah, I'll admit, like, I've done, I've played, I've played so, all the Smash games, and it does, and I can definitely so, see how people can say, oh, you can do a lot more in Melee than you can in, like, Brawl or Smash 4. But. Is Smash played because it's such a good game? Or is it played because it's such a good game compared to all the other Smash titles that have come out? I Wait, think... Melee? Or... You mean Melee, Wait, specifically. Do you mean melee right. or oh, shit! Yeah. Sorry, Axe just did something really sick. Sorry. <laughs> I- ignore that explosion. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna edit that out, and then everyone's gonna be confused what we're talking about. Okay, so I'll argue that... I think it's less about Smash being a good game, uh, more so than it being just... I, I'm not, I don't really know what the melee argument is. Armin can debate that. But in my opinion for Smash 4, it's just that it's a... I think it's just because, you know, why most people play a lot of games. Because they're fun games. Smash Bros, I wouldn't say is the ultimate party game, but it, it's one hell of a stress reliever. You just get to... And, yeah, and, but Smash and, is objectively not fun. In term... What? Sure. <laughs> Aaron, I think okay, that's an opinion for one. That's triggered. Um, no subject. And and the thing I, the thing I'm going to say about Smash in terms of competitive is that it's interesting as a competitive fighting game because it's so simple compared to most others. It's it's yeah. skill comes from so much of the skill comes from just placement and timing and nothing else. That that can make it really interesting. I'm um, confused then. What you think makes other sm- uh, fighting games have skill? What else is there? No, it's this. There is, um, a, that is what there every fighting moves. there is. That is what every fighting game is about. It's just that, um, Smash takes that concept and simplifies it to the point that everybody only has four specials and like a couple different combos. Four. It's like it's like what eight eight basic attacks, four in the air, four on the ground, and then four and then, specials. Uh, eight and then eight specials, right? Eight specials. No, and four not specials. Not eight because some are some are saved in the air, right? Oh, or, or are there only four? Four specials. No, there's there's, uh, there's four, four specials. specials. Okay. Four specials. Um, th- so there are some exceptions. There are that some characters that have a special that changes. Specifically in Smash 4, Cloud has a different special when he has his limit break charged. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bayonetta has and, a different one when she's her uh, side special in the air, I think. Or on the ground. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. so there are some but moves for, that for, are just slightly different in the most air. Part. Yeah, for the most part, there are four specials. There's yeah. up B, down B, side B, and then neutral B. Um, but anyway, what, what, what I meant is like... There's there is a lot of timing and movement and placement and stuff like that in every fighting game. It's just with Smash, since there's so few moves, it's it it becomes even more about the basics of that rather than what move to use when, if that makes any sense. Because of the the verticality and the more the freer movement um, and blocking and rolling and all that, uh, Smash just has a lot more visible complexity, whereas that complexity is moved over into more moves, uh, with games like Street Fighter. 
And it's but, not that it is not as complex, but that that complex has been transferred into something that you can see, like positioning, and because of positioning, it is something that people more naturally understand by looking at it, and so it's easier for people to comprehend. So Smash isn't necessarily easier or more complex, but that complexity is mitigated by... Uh, some things that make it just easier to understand at a glance, which means that you have a little bit less complexity for about the same depth, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um. To 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 clarify, I I never meant to imply that Smash was less complex in a little literal sense. I just meant its um its complexity is moved away from move choice and more towards the positioning and stuff like that. And honestly, having it more easy to understand at a glance is good for a competitive game, especially one that intends to be a eSport that's streamed or watched by other people. Because... Yeah. Like, uh, for me to... If I were to try and watch Street Fighter, I have never played that game before. Me watching Street Fighter, I would get completely lost and lose interest very quickly because I would have no idea what was happening. Like, but I can, as someone with very minimal experience with Smash, I could go watch a Smash game and I would be able to understand what was going on to an extent where I could really appreciate the player's skill. This is the same problem that I have with MOBAs as a a watchable sport. Is that I c- MOBAs actually? No, no. Let let me explain. MOBAs you can understand the basics yeah. pretty well, but because of their complexity and so on and so forth, um, I can I can watch a MOBA and understand the very basics, but I can't understand any of the high level strategy even with commentary, because the commentary is so based in terms that I might as someone who doesn't play MOBAs based in terms of I don't understand. While something like Smash could be understood with pretty basic level commentary. Uh, Josh, do you mean to have your hand up? Yeah, I actually do. I was going to kind of right. go off that same point you were saying where it's just, um, at least as an eSport, I'd say Smash... I don't want to say Smash is at least easier to follow. There's still a bunch of nuances that obviously um, make it a bit more difficult, at least in terms of if we're looking at it from the commentators, so the commentators can be saying, "Oh, he pulls the side B, side B, up B." You know, people might not understand that terminology, but at least kind of layout-wise, it's a hell of a lot easier to. Well, I wouldn't say a hell of a lot easier. I guess it might be better to comprehend because you have stuff where it's like, "Oh, you know, slivers of health and all that," and then smash you have the percentages, which is like, "Oh man, that guy's like glowing red and went. He's at like like 120 percent." That doesn't look too good. You know, one good attack instead of flying. But we, meanwhile, other games you only have like the simple health bar. Yeah, that is a good way of expressing, oh, you know, this person can get knocked out by, like, any other attack at this point. But I don't feel it's... I can't find the word for it. I don't it, think I don't think the percentage in the health bar is the thing to point well, to. Well, yeah. I, I do agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I, know, I, I honestly couldn't remember the point I wanted to make. But it was definitely more of, like, you know, in the case where stuff like MOBAs are really a pain in the ass to actually figure out, at least esport-wise because there's so much terminology you have to know when you're actually watching the game. It's not something like, um, 
baseball where someone can just explain to you, okay, the this is what happens and all that's like the basics. With yeah. a MOBA, it's a lot more like, okay, you have the three lanes, you have the jungle region you have, and then it's like each character's different abilities. Which yeah. makes it so, a lot more difficult to explain. So I, I just wanna jump in real quick before Aaron because I think Aaron's gonna to respond to the MOBA thing. I want to say my to clarify my point on MOBAs, it's not just terminology. The thing with MOBAs is that you can have a decision where someone decides to place a ward in a certain place, or someone decides to choose a character that's not normally a jungler to jungle, or just any decision like that can make or break a game. Um, and you won't know until like three quarters of the way through the game. But it's really hard to explain why decisions like that, at that level, are so interesting and so game-changing to somebody who doesn't know the game. Because a ward in a weird place affecting the entire game is cool and interesting, and I understand why people are compelled by that. But, but someone watching from the outside, I don't know why that ward is important. And it's hard to explain in commentary quickly when there is so much going on all over the entire map. Alright, Aaron. I would... I would like to point out that this just more so uh, bolsters my opinion that Counter-Strike is one of the best esports, even though not nearly enough people watch it, but it's really easy to understand when someone gets shot in the head. <laughs> that yeah. Like, it's not a hard thing to grasp. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir? Throw a smoke grenade. It's very it's, easy it, to grasp that you can't see it's through very. That. It's and very, so, it's very confusing. Know. That's always been my opinion. It's very confusing when uh, someone gets shot in the head. anyways... I would like to say that as someone that has played a MOBA for that's like literally hours everyone hours upon hours upon hours. Yeah. Um, when people, when when you say you don't understand the uh, grand strategy of games, Leland. It, wait, it, I thought you said you MOBA. played a MOBA specifically. Yeah. That's a lot of people. I thought you said you I've played a MOBA. Played a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've I'm saying. The problem. A lot is. of hours. I I've I've played a lot of hours in uh, in League. Mm-hmm. And even watching competitive league, what? Oh wow, ha! Trash talking. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I played. I put a lot of hours in league. Watching competitive league, it's still really, really hard to understand the grand strategy. Like, mm-hmm. until you see the game end and you can look back on a play, it's it's really hard to see the strategy coming through because a lot of strategy in as far as I know, both MOBAs, both Dota and League, is a really, really long game, right? Yeah. Like someone can buy an item, and you can get where that item is going, but until they get that item, and then their teammate gets another item, and they get another item, and then they all use that item for something, and like they the stats line up, and then they have a, like a plan at the end of the game, it's really hard to see any strategy coming through, because like, a lot of the payoff in League, and I don't know about Dota, but I'm assuming Dota, is long-term, right? Like, you die, especially early game, you uh, can die to your lane opponent, right? And they will have more gold than you, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean a lot right then. Like, sure, they'll I, do a little bit more damage than you, you'll be a little careful, but it doesn't mean a lot to you in that moment. You get back in lane, you both farm... And they, they may do a bit more damage, but it's not until that little bit of gold leads to, oh, another kill, right? Oh, whoops. And then that leads to another kill, and that and everything, at least in League, 
snowballs, right? Like, anyone with a gold advantage is more likely to get more of a gold advantage in League. So, like, one kill can be, like, kinda important, but it will lead to more stuff that then will make them more powerful, but, like, it doesn't make them that powerful in that moment. And it's, uh, it's really oh. a snowball. Yes, at who? least as with my experience. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so I gotta strongly disagree with you on that one. Game, Dying in lane to game, your lane opponent has lost like, the lane completely. The like if you go back to that lane yeah. because of their XP advantage, not their gold advantage, yes, they should be able yes, to just completely zone you out. You should not be able to go back to lane after that. I, I've played a few thousand. 15, 1600 hours league, 2500 Dota, and in both I've found that. Uh, well, I, I can't. I guess I can't talk about league, talking league's about meta league? nowadays. But back then, it <laughs> getting dying once means you have lost that lane, Ooh. and you, if the other person is playing correctly, you should not be able to have a chance to even sit in that lane and get passive experience or farm. Uh, season one. Okay. Well, I don't think it's the end of the world because you have the rest of your team to help you, but. Oh. A long time ago. Okay. Things have changed a bit. Mm -hmm. Feeding one kill is not the end of the world. Um. Because. 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 Cause that sounds that sounds like if two people got kills early game. Well, that that's because be of the rest of the team. If we're talking straight like one on one, that lane is lost. It's over right if you feed one kill. That that's why one v one games league. only go to the first two kills. That's not true anymore, um, especially from my experience. I still don't think that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm with like, Aaron here. If well, you, that's what I'm if saying. At, at a high a level, on one kill, the games would be way shorter. And also, that would well, like here's the thing. Maybe on a competitive level, losing a you would lose a lane because of one kill, but that that even 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 then at that that's really really like that's going to make a game make or break on the beginning, which is a little weird. No, that's League, though. That's the thing that's confusing about League, is, like, a kill, one kill at the start of the game, can mean the end of the game. Obviously, a team can bring it back, but, like, that one kill, it is possible for that kill to snowball into another kill, and that to snowball into another kill, and that one kill leads to one team winning, right? It's, it's not that black and white, right. but, like, teams can snowball, and sometimes it, 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 the snowball is only really realized in retrospect. Right. <clears throat> and the really good league players, from what I know of, are the ones that have this kind of third eye sense right. to, like, view the game in ten minutes. Right? Like, what will the game be like in ten minutes if we continue on this path? And then you plan accordingly to that, because, like, oh god, everything is, like, 
like, compounds on itself. Right. I don't know. Like, I just, I can't, I played a butt-ton of League. I can't follow competitive. The thing with me is... I uh, love Counter-Strike. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. Go, go, Jack. Yeah, the thing with me, I w- I'm probably, like, the one person who could never get into MOBAs. I'm at a school, I'm, because, uh, I'm at a bit of a more, I guess, quote-unquote, nerdier school. League, Dota, a little bit of Heroes of the Storm, those are all popular. I tried Heroes of the Storm, it kind of ruined MOBAs for me. Because I just couldn't get into it. And, like, I couldn't even get into League to begin with. And just like a lot of the MOBA ideas, like, okay, so if you just die in one lane, you're just kind of dead at that point. Yeah, that's, know, since, again, that's like why. Said, um, kind of really because if they've put really sure the focus onto this one really lane to win this point. one lane, like, that means the other two lanes don't lane, have the same level of focus. And since you only have five players... Right? The enemy yeah, team will put focus into the other places and won those lanes instead, and those heroes will be better, and it's really a battle between drafting a lot of the time to see who has... There are a lot of games that are won just by the draft, at least in Dota. I, I can't say that for League, because I haven't watched or played in years. Okay. Which is dumb! <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's my opinion. Oh, also, uh, while I guess I have a bit of a chance to speak, I don't know if Aaron wants to kind of cut part of the recording now, because we've been going for an hour and 13 minutes at this point. Yeah. If you would like us to take a little break right now so Aaron doesn't, like, die from editing. stuff part two? Awesome. Cry. Yeah, that would be Uh, good. Die, cry. They they sound about the same. All right. We'll, We'll be right back for closing stuff. Part two. That'll be fun. All right. See ya. Mark. Mark. All right. <laughs> Third time's the... Uh, this Whatever. is good enough. Yeah. It's, it's all right, I guess. All right, so after tonight... I feel like all the After tonight's heated debate on Console Wars, Dark Souls 3, and Pokemon fighting games that evolved into that Console War, now we're on to our final thought kind of, kind of stuff. All right. Leland. What have you been playing? I've been playing Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm the original. Yeah, the original. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm on like my second playthrough because my first playthrough which it was ages ago and I got myself kind of in a situation where I really wanted to backtrack a whole bunch and I decided not to. I I, I just ended up not going back to it for a while and so I didn't and I'm you playing mean- a new playthrough this time. And I'm really enjoying it. It's Dark Souls. It's good. Uh, hard, you but go good. Go get those gargoyles, Leland. I'm a murder of the gargles. Go get them. The gargles. Josh, did you have something to say? Oh, or did I? Oh, to did, did I up? have my hand raised? Pussies. Yeah, you just being a little, being a yeah, little poop over there. With your hand raised. Uh, okay, that's all. That's all you've been doing. All right. I, I well, I've been watching uh, a bunch on. of anime and oh. shit, but I don't think that was a good reaction to what games no, have you been playing no, this no. week? We're trying to avoid anime as much as possible on this podcast. Armand, what have you been playing? So most recently, I've been playing Podcast Proto Alpha. Uh, it's a hand raising simulator. <laughs> I think it's pretty fantastic. Oh, I've been playing bugs, that but... too. I forgot to oh, mention really? that. Why didn't we discuss that tonight? Ah. Oh. It's man, it's like some kind of MMO, I think. I don't know. I wouldn't say mass player online. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. oh, man, t- t- a, a t- 
TMO, tiny, tiny multiplayer. multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, what so else? So anyway, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls. I've been continuing playing Dota. I've dropped from 4K down to 3.5K in the past two weeks or so, which sucks. Ooh. If anyone actually knows what that means, you'll feel my pain because I'm back in the trench of hell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been losing a lot, in other words. I feel ya. Mm. Well, actually, I, I'll when we get to mine, I'll I'll explain how. Well, just do yours then. Fine. Okay. <laughs> God. Um. All right. So as with every week, I've been playing Hearthstone, but this has been a special week because for two reasons. One, uh, in Hearthstone's ranked mode, uh, when you get to 500 wins, you get the gold version of your class. And my main class that I've been playing, Shaman, I'm literally 10 wins away from Golden, and the new expansion comes out in two days. So. Oh, and don't they nerf Shaman, like, they stupidly did not. hard? Oh, shit. You know, I'll just say right now. Um, they nerfed a bunch of shit going into this new expansion, and it was all classic cards. Why? Because they're moving to magic rotation kind of things. They're keeping the classic set in, and then, like... All the sets that come out in the last two years are also staying in. Or the last year are staying in. They're rotating out Naxxramas and Goblins vs. Nems. So, they kicked the shit out of Druid. Because Druid was a bit stupid. They had a 14 damage combo for 9 mana, which sounds like a lot. But then, when you consider that Druid mana ramps like a mother, which is effectively... Um, oh, hey, you have 5 mana on your turn. I'm going to play this 0 mana card that gives me 2 mana for this turn and say fuck you. Um, they just mana ramped really quickly and just had really good cards. So, so Blizzard was like, oh, whoa, slow down there, Druid. We Slow down, man. We got to nerf you. And kind of surprisingly, they nerfed Rogue. And it's kind of depressing because Rogue hasn't seen play in, like, months. And now it's probably not even going to see, like, any play. Because they, de they destroyed Rogue's only good AoE. And it's kind of like, why... But anyway, Shaman is actually probably going to be the best class going into this new expansion, because... Are you sure? I heard other people telling me that Shaman got, like, his shit kicked into the ground. They got, if you count Aggro Shaman, because uh, a bunch of the more aggressive cards, like uh, Knife Juggler, which is effectively, whenever you summon another minion, Knife Juggler throws a knife that deals one damage to a random enemy. So, Knife Juggler... That's a no, Shaman card? It's an all card. It's a neutral. So you can play it in any deck. Oh, I was gonna say. I was like, I was like, yeah. And they nerfed Night Juggler, so now he only has two attack instead of three, which kind of makes sense because now he can, now he can't put out as much damage. Um, they nerfed Leper Gnome. Now instead of having two attack, he only has one attack. So I guess if you want to say Aggro Shaman got nerfed to hell, maybe you can say that. But mid range Shaman, as in like, it's more of a tempo oriented playstyle where you're playing on curves, so like a 1-mana card on turn 1, a 2-mana minion on, tier, on turn 2, a 3-mana minion on turn 3, and so forth. Which is actually really impressive, because Shaman's main gimmick is playing stuff out earlier, but then having less mana the next turn. Sorry if I'm going to terms that like nobody <laughs> understands. I nerd out really bad when it gets to Hearthstone, so I'll apologize. Um... Uh, it's alright. I've I've talked about worse. Um, um, and like the new expansion coming up. And also, anyone who's listening, I already told these guys earlier, you can get 13 free packs of the new expansion coming up. By the way, we're not sponsored by Blizzard. I wanna I wanna I wanna preface this with that. We're not sponsored by Blizzard yet. Of course. Otherwise can we'd be, we be. Otherwise we'd. I'd be love a... to, 
I wish I would talk about Blizzard games all day if we got sponsored by Blizzard. You know how much I'd pay? I would or not oh. pay. Do you know you know how much I'd do just to not have to pay for this dumb SoundCloud <laughs> premium subscription? Um, okay, this is the, this podcast is the only reason I have this. If you guys were like, oh, you know, I don't want to do the podcast, I'd be like, you're getting on this podcast. I am getting my thirteen dollars a month out of this thing. Um, so yeah, you can hey, get Blizzard <laughs> if you're listening. I have like sixty days played on one character, so I, I can talk about WoW for days. Um, yeah. Anyways, so thir- thir- um, is that so wait, wait, hold on, Aaron, I have to give details, Josh. please. What? Uh, thirteen packs of. Whispers of the Old Gods, you get three packs just for signing in, oh. and then you can get the extra ten by doing some quests. So, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Alright. Yeah, I forgot about... Anyways, um, this week, I... I've been playing a whole bunch of stuff. I played a lot of Dark Souls. Damn, that game is good. Skeletons, man. There's a lot of skeletons. There's a whole area full of skeletons. It is the silliest place in the whole game. It's silly skeletons. Really silly skeletons. Um, they brought bone wheels back. That was fun. Fun with air quotes around it. I've been playing a lot of, like, a very small amount of a lot of different games. Played a bit more, uh, Devil Daggers, which is really friggin' good. I think I talked about that on, like, the first episode or something. But Devil Daggers is really friggin' good. Uh, I've been playing Teleglitch. Teleglitch is really good. Like, really good. (laughs) Oh, God. That game's, like, stupidly good. Um, I played some Receiver this week. What's that? Played a bit more today. Oh, God. Receiver is this indie game that was made during a game jam. Um, it's like $5 or something. Uh, it was made in Unity, but essentially, you just go around and shoot robots. There's two robots. There's a turret that spins around, and if it sees you, it points at you and then shoots... And then there's, like, a flying robot that, like, spins around in a circle. And if it sees you, it, like, beelines to you, and it has a taser on the front. Um, and, like, you shoot them down, and you essentially go around until you find 13 tapes. And they're just kind of randomly spawned, right? right? And then once you get all 13 tapes, you win, supposedly. I don't know, I've never gotten 13 tapes. But, um, the main gimmick of the game is that reloading your gun is crazy. What makes it crazy? Like, for the for the semi-automatic pistol, I'm gonna put my hand on the keyboard so I can remember with muscle memory. Um, if I needed a reload, I'd press E to pull out the slide, tilde to put the... to holster my gun. Uh, I'd press Z. I'd either press 3 to put away, or, like, 1 through... I'd press... Uh, okay. I'd either pe- press... Uh, one of the number keys to pull up a new clip, or I'd press Z to load more bullets into the current clip, then I would press tilde to pull out the gun again, I'd press Z to slot it in, I'd press press R to uh, pull pull the slide back and release, and then I would press F to, or not F, I'd press V to turn off the safety. Oh my god, so it's and that's how you so reload really, a gun. And it's wow. kind of crazy, but once you get it down, and it sounds crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can hit question mark, and it shows you all the buttons up in the top corner for when you're learning. But once you get it down, the game is really fun to do. Like, if you're talking to friends, or you're listening to a podcast, or you're watching a movie on the side, or doing something. It's really fun to do, because, like, 
shooting things is kind of cool, right? Like, so the robots have different parts on them. If you shoot the front of the gun, you can uh, take out the like the turret, yeah. right? And then they'll still go beep and look at you, but they can't fire. Or you can take out the the camera, and then they'll spin around yeah. and like scare the crap out of you. Right? Because they, like, they spin around, and they're, like, there, and they have a gun. They just can't see you. Or you can hit them in the back and take out the battery, and then they'll, like, point down and go, right? And the same thing is with the, uh, with the flying ones. You can take out the camera, you can take out the taser, you can take out the battery, right? Um, and you can even take out the, uh, the blades, and it'll fall. But if you walk over it, it'll still go, beep, beep, and then tase you in the feet. <laughs> Um, and then you, like, I've died to that, and it feels awful, especially when there's one blocking yeah. a door. Um, but, like, once you get reloading down, and you can do it kind of by muscle memory, it feels really cool to reload your gun, especially when, like, you have flying dudes surrounding you, and you're hiding behind a corner, and you're, like, frantically, like, pulling out the clip, loading in bullets, pulling up your gun, putting it in, reloading, like, firing at the enemy. Oh, it's good. It's really good. It's really good. It's only like four or five dollars if you feel like weird indie yeah. games. It's a good, good one. Good to know. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. All right. Are is that is that everything? All all the uh, things. Yeah. So now we have the last bit, which is um, what what did we call it? It's called uh, something. It's called. What's in your mind? It's uh, called. Can't yep, let it go. 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 That's it, because we stole it from NPR, and I am proud Woo-hoo. of that. So, Josh. Oh, for 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 everyone that doesn't know, and for um for Armand, no can't idea. let it go is this little bit. Yeah. Our, our can't let it go is this little bit we do where we uh we go in a circle, and we talk about what we've kind of been obsessing over. You know, we, just we can't actually can go. go in a circle this time because you know, of the pro- of podcast proto. I know. Nice. We have an actual circle, so uh, we'll go Josh and circle okay. around. Um, um, what that way. is yeah. on my mind? Okay, so, so firstly, the, the more important thing, Hearthstone, the new expansion coming out next Tuesday. But probably even more importantly, um, all my AP tests are coming up in, like, two weeks. And I know this because our AP, my AP Cal teacher put up on her whiteboard, it was like, you know... 14 days, and we're asking, wait, what's 14 days supposed to mean? And she just kind of nonchalantly just turns around and says, oh, you know, that's how long until the AP Calc test. So me and some my table mates kind of turn around and each other's like, holy shit, two weeks? Oh, God. So, yeah. I have, I'm taking four AP tests, so um, that's what's on my mind. You know, all, all wait, or which way are we circling? Go, Aaron. Leland next. Okay. Um, I've been... I've been... I'll go. Um, and then Leland can go last before we close up. I... I've been obsessing over... Now, okay, so... I contacted... Uh, when I went to Disneyland, and then I went to do something else, I missed two tests... Okay. ...at school. And then I missed... Then I missed... Because I had something else to do, I missed both of the makeup tests. Ooh. Uh, and if you know me... Uh, especially in my math class, I don't do homework because I um I can pass on test grades. Yeah. Especially in my math class where there's like a ten percent homework grade, 
So if I do like one thing of homework every semester, I can get like a ninety, like a ninety percent, which I is used like to an do A minus. The same thing, yeah. A, back when I was in high school. And so like, yeah, and so like, I just don't do homework, and I just pass on tests because I can, and it makes my life so much easier, and I can get around to making games and playing games, and like it just frees up my day, especially with work. Um, and so I missed two tests, and it dropped both of my grades. Like they tanked. Because they weren't just tests, uh, they were midterm oh. tests. Oh. Uh, so, so I went from, like, two A's to, like, two, like, a, a C and a C minus. Um, so that was not good. But I, I emailed DigiPen, right? And I emailed board, or I emailed head of, uh, admissions, uh, Miss Danielle Powers, such a nice lady. And I said, what do I need on my transcript? to keep my acceptance in DigiPen. Because I didn't want, like, these horrible grades to destroy my acceptance. And I get this email back from Ms. Powers that says, all that matters on your transcript is that you graduated. Wow. And so, <laughs> as long as I... One of them, I can fail that class. Doesn't matter. Still going to digital. You should try. And the other though. one, don't just. Like... Uh, no, no, I know. And so, especially if you're someone from DigiPen listening, I'm not using this as an excuse to just fail all my <laughs> classes. But it means I don't have to work myself to death to get up to like a, an A, uh, because that's what my grades were at when I sent them to DigiPen. I don't have to work myself to death trying to get an A. Um... And I can settle for, like, a B, or, like, a C-plus, or a B-minus, uh, if, like, my grades, like, if I fail a couple grades or something like that, like, if my tests don't go yeah. well. So I've just been kind of obsessing over the fact that I don't have to kill myself with homework. So, Thank you, okay, Miss Powers! So, uh, if I can get oh. in with only three years of high school, you can get in with a slightly mediocre <laughs> last year. You're okay, fine. You know, you know <laughs> what, Leland? You know what, Leland? I'm just happy. Armand, what can't you let go this week? Oh my god, Navi has been on a dominating streak recently. Oh, it's just... Have I am just a huge Navi fanboy. In, in Dota or League? Dota. And okay. I just... Oh my goodness. I am just... I have the... I'm trying to you, find... You have the man the crush? Least. Oh yeah. Do you have oh. the biggest Navi boner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm allowed to say that because oh my god. Yeah, uh, we've said worse uh, things. <laughs> I knew that was what you wanted to say. Uh, that's how I feel about Navi right now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a big Navi fan. I mean, I'm a Navi fan from uh from CS:GO, yes, yeah. but I have a gun. I have a I have a gun that's completely plastered in Navi stickers. <laughs> I'm a fan of Navi. Oh Navi, I just love their logo to be honest. Yeah, like cool. God, their logo oh, is so I got sexy. An, I got a brand new Navi shirt last week, and it looks super cool. And my friend said it was yeah. skeevy, and I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing at first, but it's a good thing, apparently. So I, uh, that made me happy, mm. and I can't let that go. That's nice. <laughs> All right, Leland, what can't you as As for me, I'm just my standard garbage self. <laughs> I'm playing some Dark Souls. I'm reading manga, watching anime. I'm not doing anything especially interesting. There's nothing that you just can't can't <laughs> get over it. Um, hey, let's check it in. I'm anime stuff, but this isn't really, like, the right place to rant about anime stuff. I do that all the time everywhere uh, else. Just make it quick. Like, just say uh, something that you're, Hero you're Academia, just can't let go. Like, Hero Academia is fucking great. Highly recommend. 
Um, is it? Yes. Uh, dude, I read the manga. Uh, it's pretty. It, I like it. You should watch the anime. The anime is really well done. Um, voice actors are great. Everything's great. Uh, that's good. Um, other than that, I've just been sleeping and being lazy and working and being boring ass person. All right. What a fantastic note to end on. Well, <laughs> me being yep. a boring ass Just person. Good night, guys. being Leland sucking. Anyways, see you next week. I'm actually, uh, if you're listening to this when it came out, you may have noticed that uh, episode nine and episode eight are coming out together at the same yeah. time. It's because we were really lazy last week. But Extremely. I'll fix it. Don't worry. It'll be fine. You people in the future yeah. will know. Anyways, I'll we'll see you around. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for showing up. Thank you, Armin, for oh, being my semi-emergency <laughs> guest. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd so, be glad to do it again if you ever needed me again. Um, Armon, Armon, what what copyrighted music am I putting at the end of this before I actually have to deal with copyright strikes? Ooh, Pink Floyd's Have a Cigar. Mm. Oh wow, we're going really copyrighted. All right, <laughs> you are into some. All right, fair enough. You have good taste in music, Armin. Oh, thank you. No problem. All right. Good night, everyone. Night. Bye. Is it night? Who knows? <laughs> Bye anyway. <laughs> oh, actually, one last thing. The podcast oh. Proto Alpha only crashed on me once. So hey! Hey! I didn't do that bad of a job. Hey, I have no idea why it crashed, honestly. High five. High five. It yeah. shouldn't have crashed. Anyways, I guess we'll just do that bye thing again. Bye. 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 bye.